0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 60 of the Do Some Pinball Podcast. Welcome to Wayne's World. So today, I'm going to be speaking about a tournament, but I will probably say the incorrect previous name at least once. And that is the Pinball at the Lab tournament at Riverside, formerly Pinball at the Lake. Same acronym, new name. Very confusing for Wayne, apparently. So uh, Ben and I actually drove out to this a couple weekends ago, and I have sat on this long enough that the results have now posted in IFPA and have actually been sitting there for um, probably at least another week (laughs) since that happened. So anyways, nobody ever accused me of being overly timely. So anyways, we drove out there, and we got out there early enough, and the whole plan was, let me back up. Okay, so this is at the Riverside Game Lab in Riverside, California, and it's a really, um, I'd almost say it's a really big barcade. Uh, If you're in the Tucson area, I think the only real barcade that you could reference is Cobra on Congress, and uh, it's definitely bigger than that by mm, probably five times as large, if not bigger. And the bar space is probably about the same, um, but the game space is enormous there's there's a lot of pinball machines in there there's a lot of arcade games like we were using there's like these two hidden back rooms that like I guess Jim Belcito gets to put all of his non you know like latest and greatest pinball machines because those those are out front those are on the wall um, those are getting plenty of play so really cool setup um, I think was it the first night we were there they were also having a super Smash Bros tournament and they were streaming out of there. Um, they had big projectors, so you could watch what was going on. They actually uh, pulled in the IE Pinball stream at at one point, or probably several points, um, so that people could see what was going on. Um, anyways, really cool place. Um, awesome new home for uh, Pinball at the Lab, formerly Pinball at the Lake. And the previous location is just around the corner. It's the Lake Alice Trading Company. only reason it's not that any, there anymore, because there are pinball machines there is it's too big now. (laughs) So um, Ben and I were looking at the head counts for previous years while we were driving out there. And because this is my first time going out there, but I knew that it had happened for the previous few years. And uh, I think it started at like 40, you know, 40 some odd heads. And then it was in the 50s. And then I think the last one before COVID was maybe 60 or 64 or something like that. Um, But this time around, there was up to 100 people could sign up and and there was a pretty big wait list. I think just a couple days after they announced, um, so that was that was cool. There was going to be a hundred people at this tournament. That's pretty awesome. So Ben and I drove out there. We looked at the hours the day before the tournament started. They were going to be open until like way later than we needed to be out. But it's like, hey, let's go practice on the games. So then this uh, pre P A T L or paddle or I'm gonna I'm gonna say paddle because that's phonetically way. Less cumbersome than saying P-A-T-L. So anyways, there's a pre-paddle tournament, and we found out about that, and it's like, hey, cool, let's go get in on that, um, practice on some games, maybe have some free time to practice on some other games that we don't play as as often or ever, because it's a Jim Belsito tournament, so there's going to be some, like, really weird stuff going on. And there was. So, anyways, uh this pre-paddle tournament, it was a seven strike progressive. That means that if you do bad, you could be out in three rounds, because uh it goes if there's a four player group, it goes from top to bottom. Zero, one, two, three strikes. So you could go three, three, and whatever, as long as it's not zero, and be done uh in three rounds. So, you know, that (laughs) that makes your night a little uh a little quick, makes you a little nervous heading into things, but uh You know what? You show up and you you see what you can do, right? Okay, so round one, um, I was on Batman, The Dark Knight. And, man, I don't think I've played this game since um, it was maybe the last finals game I played um, when I qualified for finals in Pinburgh of 2018. It it was like C Division or something. Um, Anyway, so I haven't played that game in a while. Um, I know the basics. Um, just kind of find your shots after a little bit and hope to survive the Joker target. And actually that Joker drop target was uh it was fairly survivable on this one. It uh as long as you didn't hit it at a goofy angle, it actually kind of fed nicely down for a little dead bounce and totally controllable. Um the center ramp, on the other hand, at some points you're kind of shoehorned into being like, well, the only thing really I can can start doing is Batmobile stuff on the center ramp, and it's lit, and it's just like, it's just kind of like the ring shot on Lord of the Rings. It's like, after you've been playing for a little while, um, that shot's a little cumbersome. Um, but anyways, oh, there was also lightning flippers on it, so that made it kind of fun. Um, either way, it, I, think, I thought it played fair. Um, Sanjay Shah was uh, in my group, and he ended up winning that round, uh, so I have one strike at this point. And round two, uh, we're going to go to Alien Star. Maybe. Oh, no, when you flip, it gives you 500 points every time. Hey, hey, Jim, what should we do? No, it stopped. Oh, no, Derek Price touched the game. Okay, it started doing it again. Okay. Redraw. Okay, cool. <laughs> so yeah, we get to alien star and, uh, you know, Derek price, I think was going to be player one. So he just kind of stepped up and, you know, flip, 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 flip. Let's see what, you know, just make sure what, you know, everybody's got their little nuances at the beginning and, and he flips it and it gives him like 500, I think it's 500 points. And then he just kind of like, he turns around and he's like, uh, what do you guys think? And we're all just kind of like, yeah, flip it a few more times. See what happens. And it, it does it two more times, and there's like 1,500 points on there. So we call Jim over, say, hey, what's worth 500 points on this game? And he kind of checks out a couple things, and, and he's like, you know, and he flips it a whole bunch. Like, he he's standing there for maybe two minutes. He eyeballs stuff, so it kind of tweaks some switches and and whatever. And then uh, Derek Price steps right back up to the game, does one of those, like, double flip things just to, you know, maybe, I don't know, see if the flippers are aligned and how high they go up or, you know, whatever. I do it, too, on I do it on stars every time, even though I know exactly where the flippers are going. I don't know. It's stars. So anyways, Derek steps up to the game. He hits the flipper buttons, and it gives him 500 points. And Belsito just rolls his eyes. And he's like, (laughs) let me look at this a little bit more. How about you guys redraw to another game? And Belsito's not running the tournament. Uh, This is a non, I don't want to say non-IE pinball, because um, I don't know who all is associated with, with IE pinball outside of kind of the main... Uh, names that you see, um, but anyways, this this is a fun tournament, and I don't want to you know put anything down on on anybody that was running it. It was nobody's fault. It's just kind of a funny situation. Um, so we go find the TD or one of the TDs, and we tell them what's going on, and and we just uh, ask if we can redraw. So I tell you that story to tell you this story. Round number two, I'm up on Batman: The Dark Knight. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was uh, that was kind of. Kind of a funny situation. So I uh, I finished third this time around, and my score was like two or three times higher uh, than it was on the previous game. Um, I know what I'm doing, but there's also Johnny Modica that knows what he's doing and Mark Schultz, and those two finished ahead of me. Um, and then, yeah, I had mentioned Derek Price was in our group. Um, he had a pretty good game. I think he was in like the high 20 millions, and, uh, and he finished fourth. So that kind of just goes to show you that sometimes, you know, Seven, I think I got—I don't know—like seven or twelve million, and that was good for second in the first game that I played on it. And uh, not even, <laughs> not even double that score was good for last place on the next game I play on it. So sometimes just the luck of the draw. So I got two strikes on that. So I'm now sitting at three total. Uh, we're approaching the halfway point of Bye Bye Wayne. Um, so round three, gonna head over to TNA Total Nuclear Annihilation for a four-player four game. And I've I've always had kind of a weird relationship with TNA because um I've played the Whitewood that Scott Denisi brought to Texas Pinball Festival. I've actually played it two separate times when he brought it. And I I get along with that game so much better than any of the production games because I think the last time he brought it to uh to TPF, um there was a TNA in the main tournament. No, 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 it would have been the time before that because I did not play in the main tournament the last time we went. Um, only Ben did. Anyways, so I play the uh, the prototype to be like, okay, I think I remember what to do, da-da-da-da-da. Okay, yeah, I think I've got a plan, you know, because I am I know I'm in queue for the main tournament on the TNA that they've got, and I know it's going to play a little different, but, I mean, how different could it be, right? So I get up there and I just get destroyed at TPF. And I'm just like, man, like, what is it? So I go back and I play the the prototype again and I have a very successful game and I'm just like, I don't know, maybe it's, maybe it's just the, the productions that are just killing me and I, the prototype is, is my jam. But either way, uh, so back to California and I get most of the way uh, towards a, a reactor in ball one. Um, I just can't. I just feel like I can't like live catch or drop catch on it at all. And the live catches are weird. They're like what I do on Dirty Harry's flipper setups at Catalina Brewing, and I curse the game every time because it's just like, why can't I live catch you? Anyways, so TNA is not really going my way um, on the flipper skill side of things. So Okay, let's hit things, and um, I've got a, a reactor pretty much ready to go. And a drain out, so get into ball two, and the reactor is, I think it's back to 0%, but um, skill shot, no, I got the skill shot on ball one. Anyways, plunge, get the ball back up top, you know, bang, 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 100%, it's critical, and okay, what's the shot? And I think it was the sh- the target uh, to the right of the drop target banks, so it's kind of weird, it's like, well... If you want the orbit, you shoot wide. If you want the drop targets, you shoot at the drop targets. But it's like, nobody ever really goes for... Or I don't ever really go for that target on purpose. Um, So anyway, so I I hit that um, after a couple misses. And so I've got one reactor destroyed. I think I'm the only one with a reactor at this point. Um, But I'm also player one on ball two. So that's not really super fair of an assessment. Um, Anyway, so working towards, you know, okay, let's do the grid. And then we drain. So get into ball three I'm like okay, the grid's finished, get up top, start working on a reactor, uh, drains up before I'm I'm critical and then I drain out. So it's like all right, well that's a bummer. And then uh, everybody just kind of like passes me with these very uh, endurance long balls on, on ball three I'm like, man that that sucks. So it was definitely one of those you know, stay alive to score points and he who survives longer, Um, did the thing because I think there was only, so there was only one other person, maybe two with one. And then I think another person had zero reactors. So it was either zero one, one, two or zero one, one, one. Either way, very close game on the reactor side of things. And the point spread was, was not all that great. Um, great as in like big. So, um, it was a very close game. It's fairly entertaining um as player one i knew um i knew i was getting strikes like as the players were coming up and it's like okay well there goes my there's one strike okay they drain okay there's another strike as the next player passes me and it's like okay and then the last player passed me pretty pretty easily as well so last place not super great Three strikes on that game, we're at six total. This is not looking good. So, right now, at least we haven't um, succumbed to the three round sweep and bye bye situation. So, going into round four, okay, we're gonna try Alien Star again. Okay, are we sure? So, <laughs> everybody's kind of like, okay, we flipped the flippers around a little bit, and it's like, okay, life is good. Um, and I got to play Alien Star. I think before this like we played a couple games just because i literally never played it before and uh trying to get a feel for it and i was like oh okay you know didn't really i didn't do the thing but i was kind of understanding the thing and that's kind of half the battle on on that game and then the other half is obviously doing it um so round four we're gonna play alien star it's cooperating no phantom scoring life is good so um my buddy ben and louise wagon are in my group and Louise is from San Francisco but I see her every year in Zapcon cuz she comes and does the women's tournament that and I've seen she and her husband at uh previous Indisc events and I've actually seen both of them at, at Pinburg and say hi and it's it's really kind of you know that's one of those like hey this is why we go to these things to say hi to friends that we don't have in our area so it's really cool to to see your friends it really sucks to play against your friends especially when everybody is sitting on six strikes <laughs> So we're we're all in the uh, win or go home situation, and as far as uh, games of alien star go, this was not one to write home about. Um, I ended up winning with like I don't know, it was four hundred and something thousand points. So not that great of a game. Uh, I was trying to do the thing and I could not, meaning like spell spell alien with the targets on the right hand side, and then lock the ball. And then start multi ball, and then you know light the spinner, shoot the spinner. So that's the thing. And there's probably more to it that I'm still not remembering. But be kind, I've only played it like six times. So at some point I was just like, you know what? I'm I'm not able to do what I need to do. Um, but every time I get the ball on the right flipper, I'm not going to shots it. I'm not going to attempt to post pass it or tap pass it or anything like that. I'm going to shoot the spinner because even though the spinner's only worth. A 1,000 points of spin, I think, like 1,000 non-lit, 10K when it's lit. It's a godly, that's what it does. That's what Ice Fever does anyways. Um, shooting unlit spinners, slowly, 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 kind of got me where I needed to go. And again, going back to the whole Batman Dark Knight situation, 12 million and I was in second. And then the next game, 12 million doesn't even get you higher than you know halfway to last place. So it really just depends on what's going on. I think I heard after our game um, there was a match, and it was, like, Johnny and uh, maybe Sanjay. Like, it was – and Derek, or, you know, whatever. And, like, I think the highest score was, like, 4.2 million, and I think last place had, like, 2.4 million or something like that. And it's, like, Adam wasn't in that group because that would have – that would have been the end. So, anyways, um, so I win on Alien Star. I get zero strikes, still sitting at six, and Ben and Louise are both knocked out. So sorry, Ben, sorry, Louise. Um, it was a fun game just because you know everybody we were so close the entire game, and it was just one of those things like, is anybody gonna get a hold of this thing, or are we just all gonna like eke our way out to, you know, a couple thousand points here and there? So um we ended up we ended up doing the latter. So Anyways, I'm moving on. I'm still not feeling super great because I have to keep winning or I'm done. And round five, we're going to go to tag team. And just when I thought I was done with kind of the, the 80s Gottlieb vibe, nope, here we go again, tag team. So I played this a couple times at TPF. It was in the main a um, couple years ago. Uh, Tommy Skinner has one or had one at one point, And I remember when he would talk about it on his show, This Flippin' Podcast, uh, I I know it's basically a... Light the spinner, hit the spinner, or there's other stuff. Um, I don't really know what the other stuff is, um, and lighting the spinner on this game is not that super easy of a feed. Like It's it's almost best to just shats it, and then as it comes back through, then shoot at the spinner. So I was able to rip a lit spinner one time, uh, did some of the other stuff, wasn't really sure what I was doing. Um, not super shocked that I got a third out of three on this one. Um, But, you know, I did what I did, and I was out for the night. So let's do a little recapping on this. So um, I finished off in 20th place, and since we know all the tallies, I got 0.89 Whoppers for my effort. Uh, John Schoppel finished 12th, John Finnegan finished 17th, and Ben finished 24th. So sorry, that's a little jumbled, but um, that's the way I took the notes today. Uh so there was 34 players total and the winner got 20.12 points. So not too bad at all. It was uh definitely a a fun tournament. Um it was a little it was a little not stressful cuz playing pinball shouldn't really be stressful, but it was kind of a a frantic thing of going like, "Oh, okay, I have to do a tournament and on games that I'm getting sent to half the games uh that I'm going to, I don't even know." Actually, Let's recap. Okay. Uh, Dark Knight, once, twice. Uh, Round three was TNA. Uh, Round four was Alien Star. Round five was Tag Team. So between all of those games, I probably have less than 50 plays, probably less than 25 plays all time combined. So um, you know what? Sometimes you just kind of wing it. (laughs) Okay. So now on to the main event. Pinball at the Lake. Pinball at the Lap. See, I did it. I told you I'd do it. Paddle, there we go. (laughs) So uh, there was 100 spots, and it filled up. I checked a couple days after uh, the the link went, or the signups went live, and there was a pretty healthy wait list as well. I think it got up to, I don't know, like 60 players maybe at one point. And um, so anyways, we get there day of, and they're doing signups and registration. not uh, Just check-in, basically, um, because everybody's already registered. And that's where you do your payment and you buy the shirt because it's, it's cool and it's, uh, you know, it's fun. And so, yeah, in the end, um, after that was all done, we're kind of waiting for stuff to get started and, um, (laughs) neither Jim nor Carl are very loud people, especially Jim. He's very, um, his voice is very, like, he's a very calm person, um, (laughs) And so they were, they were trying to get everybody's attention, and they basically, uh, Carl got up on a chair and said, if I call your name, you need to come see me, because you're not in yet. And he rattled off several names, and I was like, man, this is a lot of people. And um, turns out, it was the people that had not checked in yet that were part of the 100 players that were signed up. By this point, the wait list was actually completely exhausted as well. Um I don't know if we had any people that just kind of showed up and were like, "Well, I live like around the corner, so I might as well give it a try. Maybe there's an empty spot." So we ended up only having uh 82 players out of the 100, which is kind of a bummer. Uh considering um how, you know, frenzied the signups were, um and I get it, you know, stuff happens and and we're still dealing with COVID stuff and all that stuff. But um just kind of like, man, that was that's a bummer. Like they could have they could have capped out at 100 cuz they had those heads Signed up and, you know, whatever. That would have been a really cool, you know, first time around for uh, for having 100 players. So, anyways, so prior to, well, obviously prior to the event, but prior to any of the, the wait list, um, you know, kind of ebb and flow as people drop out and the wait list kind of gets um, bumped into the, the people that are registered, uh, Ben and I had put together a player list of who was was signed up. And then I went through the IFPA, and I picked out everybody's uh, ranking at that time, and I did a a couple formulas and just kind of, uh, just for some fun, fun information, basically. And I can't remember the exact number, uh, but Ben was in the top third rankings of the players, and I think I was either 49th or 51st. So I was just kind of like, hmm, I'm halfway up. <laughs> um And at the time, there were seven top 250 players, 250 ranked players. And that's important because 250 and above, they were A restricted, so they could only make A finals. If they didn't make A finals, they were not eligible for B finals. They were done. Um, Also, the top 250 had to pay, I think it was 70 or 75, and everybody not in the top 250, I think the fee was 40 bucks. So. Just a little bit of differentiation um, to kind of, um, you know, put a little expectations on the higher ranked players and maybe um, make it a little bit more uh, in- affordable or enticing for-, for those players that don't really show up expecting to do well or win or, you know, whatever. So um, the format, it was a race to 25 points and it was four player rounds, three where needed um and the scoring was 3210 and you were it was a race to 25 points and that doesn't mean okay when somebody gets to 25 you don't say okay pencils down we're done that means okay that first person to 25 they're in they're number 1 seed in the finals so you have to cross the finish line in order to get into finals whether it's A division or B division um so top 16 make A, the next 8 make B. Again, if you're A restricted, you're not eligible for B division. Um so it was actually it was it was pretty cool. Um it's it seems like a sprint. It's not like flip frenzies are definitely like way more um intense as far as like kind of your your constant mental churn of like okay, now this is going on. I'm going into queue. Like you're just kind of Uh, in this race too, it's, it's a group match play with a target basically. So, you know, if you've played target match or target match plays, if you've played match plays, um, just a timed situation, just changing the format so that there's a target instead of a timer, um, you know, it, it doesn't really affect things too much. So, um, anyways, let's. And I don't have like as big of a breakdown for all my groups because uh, this was run on Neverdrains and that's not as, as easy for me to, to kind of pick through. Um, not It's not that it's not as easy. I'm just used to to match play um, going through and, and finding that data. So I just have my player page. So I'm just going to go over what round it is, what, what game, what my score was, how many points, and how many total points. So remember, the goal is 25 points. And it's 3-2-1-0. So... Uh, Round one, I get on Jurassic Park, and we have one in the area, and I don't get to play it super often, unless we're there for league or tournaments, uh, because it's it's not really in my backyard. (laughs) So um, I kind of know what to do, and I've done well on the game before. This time was not one of those times. So I got 21 million points. I got zero points in the standing, so I was last, and so that means I'm zero points after round one. Round two, we're on Taxi. I know Taxi. I've got a Taxi. I play the Taxi, like, every week. And I basically know what to do. And besides some of the feeds or, you know, the bounces, like, the basics are always going to be the same. This one was set up not like mine um, because on mine, and I think I'm the oddball, not everybody else. On mine, I have turned off the multiplier for the skill shot. So if you're on ball one, it's 1x. If you're on ball two, it's 1x. The default is 1x, 2x, 3x for every ball. So I didn't really like that because uh, that can be a huge percentage of the score in that skill shot. And I'm not really a big fan of that. So anyways, this was 1x, 2x, 3x. And if you full plunged, you were lucky. Not lucky, but you weren't going to roll over to 1,000. If you full plunged, you were probably going to get 75. I was able to get 100 on ball two. I got 75 on ball one um, just because I hadn't played that game in warm-ups or the previous day or anything like that. So anyways, full plunge, um, get 75. I'm like, okay. And so I, I kind of thumb the shooter knob a little bit. So you pull back and you put your thumb on it and you push just a little harder as you let go. And um, and I was able to get 100K on ball two. So ball three, I had about a million And this is a tight field. I think I was, I'm pretty sure I was player four. I knew exactly what I needed. And I needed about, um, I think it was about 450K. So the winner had, or the the top score had like a little over 1.4. I had a a little over one going into it. Um, So I needed about four, 450K. So I'm like, okay, so we're going to get full points on the skill shot or, Let's just not roll over to 1K. So, so I didn't thumb it just in case, because going from 300,000 on the skill, sh- skill shot, sorry, to 3,000, um, that that's a bummer. Like that that sucks. <laughs> which is exactly why I have mine set up the other way. So, anyways, uh, thought process was okay. Ball three, let's just do a full plunge because we know that's probably good for 75K, which is you know 3x. Um, so then after that, um, I have to lock the ball cause my lock is lit and I'll just plunge again, do another full plunge and be good. And so I got to, so here's what happened. That's the plan. And when plan and reality comes really, really close, that's typically a good thing. So, okay. Step up full plunge. Exactly what I was expecting. Three X 75. Okay. That's good. I need the ball on the left side and Post passing on this one um, was kind of squirrely. I had one that post pass and I had one post pass that was really weird and it just kind of died and it like rainbowed right down the center. And I was like, "Hmm, okay, note to self, probably don't want to do that again this game until, you know, (laughs) let's, let's play around with that in practice, you know, when we're all done, not when it matters. So I guess what's going on right now. Well, I have the ball trapped on the right flipper. So what do I need to do? I need to post pass it to the left side. So what do I do? I shoot the ramp instead. <laughs> because that's not as dangerous. So I get the ball, one time it right into the lock shot. Okay, we're golden. I literally just need 75k and I win. So do the full plunge, something happens, and it kind of stops at 25k. And I was like, well, crap, okay. I wasn't really expecting that. Okay, that's fine. We have we have outs. All you have to do, shoot the left ramp and uh, we're good to go. So what happens is, uh, after it falls out of the skill shot area, it kicks it over to where the Santa hole is, and then it shoots it out. Well, it shoots it out. It's goofy. It hits um, the back, the band behind uh, the Lola drop targets, and that puts it into, or, yeah, puts it into the band on the left side, and it kind of bounce, bounce, and then straight down the middle. And I, I had. Not much time to react. And, and and all the game are on rubber feet. So you can't, like, slide save things. And I saw it coming, and I was like... And then it shifted direction. I was like, okay, well, I would have just slid it the wrong way anyways. And by the time I had the chance to think about it, the ball was in the drain. And I was not happy. I was so frustrated. Because not only did I not win, but I only got one point out of that. So I came in third. And I was really, like... I was really annoyed at that point, <laughs> and it's like, we're only in round two, and anyways. So one total point at this point, uh, moving on to round three, we're going to go play roller games, I'd played that in practice a little bit, this roller games was lit beautifully, it was so clean, everything was so crisp, I've never played roller games before this day, <laughs> but uh, but I was just like, man, this game is really pretty, and it's a system 11, so it's like, I kind of I kind of know the gist of things. Um, those drop targets to light the locks. Those were fairly challenging, though. Um, but uh, if you if you lit that, that scoop or hole or whatever you want to call it on the left-hand side, that would kick it over to the magnet, and then you get a free 100K shot, I think it was 100K, um, where, you know, don't flip, flip. Okay, when you do that, um, that kind of got me through that game because that's kind of really all I was understanding um, beyond blinky light stuff. So... Uh, 1.15 million was good for two points on that, so it came in second. So now I'm up to three points. So round number four, we're going to go to Alien Star. And hey, Alien Star again. So this game is, is kind of growing on me. I kind of see the appeal a lot. Um, it's really fun. <laughs> I wish they made more of them because I definitely want one now too. And I don't remember a whole lot of this game besides everybody just dying like it was it was ridiculous how mean this game was so i i had 114,000 points and i won so i got 3 points and this is where things just kind of swing back being like well you know what you got hosed on uh you got hosed on taxi and you're still kind of mad about it and then you basically steal 3 points on a game that you you should have lost like I'm guessing 7 out of 10 games that you play as a four player game, if you score 114,000 70% of the time, you're losing. You're not winning, you're losing. <laughs> and sometimes you're losing really bad. But uh, you know what? It kind of so that kind of took away my 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 grumpiness from from getting hosed on taxi and now we're okay. Now we're back to good. We're just playing pinball. Let's just have some fun. So round number five, we're gonna go to Twilight Zone. I think I played played a practice game or two on this one. Um, the dead bounce coming out of the kickout on the right hand side—that um, the slot machine—it was it was a little little squirrely compared to the one that was at D and D. It didn't do it exactly how I predicted, but um, it was basically what I needed to know. Um, and after that, it's just can you make your shots? And I was trying left ramp, right ramp to light locks, and I hit right ramp. I could not hit the left ramp. And then uh trying to do the right ramp again to like feed it back. I kept hitting the lock shot, which is not lit yet, and I'm like, man, like that's way up there and a little bit to the right. Like I'm not missing by that much, but it's the full play field. So it's like, can I just hit the right ramp? Um, because I needed the feed. I needed it to come back. So uh anyways, um finally found some of the shots on that. Got into multi ball, got a jackpot, um, and at that point I was I was pretty comfortable. Ended up with uh, 220 million on that, and I got a win on that one, so we're up to nine points. So at this point I'm like, hey, I've, I go on two, three, three, like I'm okay. We're we're this is good. Let's keep doing this. And then we get to play the shadow, which I've played like literally three times ever. Um, I don't even really remember much about that game besides I I don't even think I got into multi ball. Um. Yeah I'd, i I wish we had one of these to play as well. Like it's basically like the, uh, the 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 Bally Williams collection from the 90s. It's like I wish I wish I had just the full row of that available throughout the Tucson area, so that I could actually learn these games because they seem to be everywhere. Because I've I've done poorly on the Shadow, um, the first time I played it, obviously, and but that was for the finals of a tournament up in Phoenix. So I finished second in that tournament, which. I didn't play shadow the entire time leading up to that, which is why I was able to play in the finals. Um, and then I promptly lost. And then I played it as a backup game at Pinburg one time. And then I played it as a non backup game at Pinburgh another time. And I was like, man, I got to learn this game. Like, and I know, I kind of know the game because that you watch it streamed on Fox cities, pinball. And like, they do great tutorials and they have one at uh district 82. Like, so that gets played a lot. Like I watched Keith Elwin put up like almost 2 billion, I think. And like he, he based, and then somebody else, I mean, I can't remember who it was. Like they basically did the entire game. They did all the modes and they were, I think, you know, like one shot or two shots from the wizard mode and they had passed whoever they needed to. So they just kind of walked away and it's like, no, 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 hit the thing so I can see the, the, the thing, you know, dance monkey, dance. (laughs) So, um, Anyways, this time around, The Shadow, 87 million, one point. Um, at this point, I was just happy to not get a zero on The Shadow. So I'm up to 10 points. Uh, round number seven, Batman The Dark Knight. Uh, like I said, it all depends on the round. 30 million points, and I got one out of the round. So that's a three, or that's a third-place finish. I'm up to 11. Uh, Genesis, kind of know what to do on here. Just kind of you know, hit the shots multiple times, build the body parts, you know, make it... Make it light up and, and, you know, do the thing. And I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) And so uh, I got 300. I did not do the thing. I did not do hardly anything I wanted to do. I hit a couple shots, and that was kind of it. Uh, 323k. Again, good for one point. I'm up to 12. Round 9, Soccer Kings. This is a Zachariah. This game was weird, man. This game was weird. And... I was in this round with uh, John Finnegan. He's like, oh, I, I've actually played this already, um, and he was kind of telling me some of the things to do, which honestly I can't even remember right now what it was. Um, odds are I'll, I'll never play this game again unless I go back to the Riverside Game Lab and play in one of Jim Belsito's tournaments. So anyways, um, John ran away with it in ball three. Uh, I think it was player three, or player two, player three. Either way, player four passed me after I had a pretty good ball So I thought I was going to get out of there with with a lucky two points. I ended up with a single point, all things considered, never playing the game ever. Um, You know, I guess I'll take that. Not zeros. Not zeros is the the whole goal at this point. And let me tell you, there's a whole lot of ones in this stretch. Uh, Indy 500. um, I don't really remember this time around, but uh, got 183 million, got one point. We're up to 14. Uh, Round 11, go play the walking dead limited edition and it's like hmm we've got a a walking dead at uh, golf and stuff but uh it plays like garbage (laughs) and uh so yeah like i know what to do but a lot of it is like okay well what are the what are the quirks again on this one okay it's got the crossbow it's got the lifting bicycle girl the lifting left ramp thing for the, the bicycle girl um it's got the drop target in front of the extra ball shot um i think that was kind of I think that's pretty much it. there's probably other other stuff, but like those are kind of the major ones. Um, kinda kind of did what I wanted to do, not really um, didn't really capitalize on a lot of stuff. Um, I had uh <laughs> I had missed enough to to have the countdown for your shots on Well Walker, and I was like, okay, I'm now down to like four shots on Well Walker. That's a great way to die. Um, so that's not how I ended up draining out of the game. But uh, still, 11 million points, good for one point on the round. So we're up to 15. So after 11 rounds, we have a we have 15 points. We're not making very good pace. Um, I was starting to look at kind of the way things were going, and I'm like, man, you know, I need a lot of threes here. <laughs> and my goal was never really uh, A division. It wasn't even really B division, even though I was kind of shooting for that. I was really just hoping for, you know, Top 50% because that's kind of what my ranking said I should finish at. And at that point, I had looked and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm like tied for, you know, there's like 20 people at this position. But I'm like, I'm tied for like next to last. <laughs> um, so, yeah, things were not going super hot. So, um, you know, two rounds after playing it, we're going back to Indy 500. And uh, I was I was able to do more of what I was planning on doing the first time around. And I got three hundred and thirteen million on that, which I was pretty proud of. Uh, That was good enough for a win, so we're up to 18 points. Uh, So we're going to go over to Fishtails for round 13, and Fishtails can go just get a hole in the bottom of it and sink in the lake, as far as I'm concerned, because, yeah, forget that game. Um, 16 million points. Everybody did not do super great, but I did the least super great, and I got a zero, (laughs) so still at 18 points. Now we're going to go play Mystery Castle because, hey, we're at Jim Belsito's place, so there's like four different, like, hey, you've never seen this before type of games. Um, I don't even think there's anything on pin tips for this game, and I don't reference pin tips very often, but on this one I was just like, hmm, I can't even remember. And it seemed like everybody got the, uh, uh, oh, shoot, what, what was it called? It was like, you know, some whatever. Light the scoop, hit the scoop. And you're into a multi ball. And I'm the only one that didn't light the scoop and hit it. And I was just like, how do you light this thing? Everybody's getting multi ball but me. Um so I ended up with seventy-four million and a zero, even though that wasn't too far out of contention for like everybody else. I think the top score was was about two hundred. And looking at the the jackpots on, on these multi balls, it's like, man, if I got into multi ball in like one or two jackpots, I'm getting like second. So Whatever. It was a cool game. Um, definitely would like to play it a few more times just because it's kind of quirky and I only got a chance to play it, I think, uh, one or two other times. But it was cool. So, But in this round, not so hot. So two zeros in a row, still stuck at 18. And I'm like, yeah, this is not going well because there's a whole lot of people crossing the finish line at this point. So uh, uh, we're going to f- you know, go on to the next round. And we're gonna go to round fifteen is party animal. And oh my gosh. This you could hear this game, like you could hear the the bass of this game over everything else just because it was like this droning sound. And by this point in the weekend, I'm just kinda like, this game is so bad. Like it it has like fine art looking artwork, not like pinball art. <laughs> You know, you look at it like it's it's really it's kind of dumb, like what the what the subject matter is. But like the art style is actually, you know, fairly refined looking as opposed to just kind of like keyline line stuff with cartoony looking stuff that, you know, solids that you see in pinball a lot. Anyways, um, I like I didn't even know what to do in this game. It's just like, OK, you're spelling party and animal. And how do you do that? okay so there's one shot that does the party side there's another shot that does the animal side and I was just kind of like looking at scores going through the whole you know not not all the scores but like I would walk by it and I'd see you know what people are getting in it and I was like okay if you get like a couple hundred K like you're gonna you're probably gonna win and the the skill shot actually has like this this uh, cycling number it goes like I think it's like 5 10 25 50 50k and like okay Uh, so I kind of figured out the timing on that and depending on how it bounces, you can either get 25 or 50 K if it bounces too much, you're going to go, you're going to roll right back over to 5 K. So figured out the timing. I think I got that at least twice. Um, actually maybe this game was set to five. This might've been five ball game, which, you know, why, (laughs) why, but anyways, um, so yeah, I I most whatever the last ball was, whether it was three or five, I don't remember. It doesn't even really matter. I I think I was what was I player one or two on this one, and I'm like okay, so I'm actually pretty close to to party animal, but there kept there was this blinking green light, and what does green mean in pinball? Everybody, one two three, locks. Yes, that's what it means. And I, I was like, there's this blinking green light, and every and I hit it. After missing a couple times, I hit it because it's an upper flipper shot. So it's the upper left side. There's a flipper up there and it's a smaller flipper and it goes up this really cool ramp and, and it kind of swings back around and then it kicks it out and it kind of feeds back to your, your bottom left flipper. I think that's the ball path either way. Um, trying to get it up there a couple times, missed my first couple shots. And then I, I then I found the shot and I hit it and I was like, why aren't you saying lock? Why aren't you like there's no feedback as to like what what did it just accomplish by shooting this blinking green light? Oh, nothing? Why are you blinking then? I don't understand. So anyways, um not learning my lesson, I shoot it up there a couple more times to take a couple whacks at it with the upper flipper, and now I can't miss. Like I don't even know why I'm sending it up there. Mostly because I'm trying to hit the the target for the party to to spot a letter for party. Um, and it's like, okay, well, that's not working. That's not doing anything. And like each time I do it, I look up at the display and it doesn't tell me anything. I'm like, I don't know. Like there's nothing to learn here at this point. So moving on, let's go try to do something else. Okay. Party animal is almost, almost finished being spelt. So let's work on that. So I finished that. Um, when you, when you finish spelling that all of a sudden the green light shot does do stuff. And Got into multi-ball, and that was kind of cool. And then started shooting, I don't know if they're jackpots on that game, or I don't even know what was going on. But all of a sudden, my score went from like 250K or so, and I finished out that game at 1.06 million. And I was just kind of like, hmm, I haven't seen a score like that this whole weekend. Not that I've seen every score on, on this game all weekend, but I haven't seen a score like that this weekend when I walked by it or looked over And so I'm like, hmm, let's see how well this holds up. Again, I'm either player one, player two, either way. Um, And I just kind of sit there going in my head, okay, there's one point. Okay, there's two points. Hey, look at that, I won. (laughs) So round 15, I got a three, finish that round with 21 points. And that is right when seven people tied for the last place in the B Division Finals. So I finished the tournament with 21 points, the goal was 25, so I needed at least another two rounds uh, to get into the finals, or hey, a few fewer zeros and ones would have helped earlier on too, right? Um, either way, so like I said, there is a seven-way tie to get into the last place in B finals. Well, there's two Johns from Arizona um, that went to this thing. Uh, John Chappell from up in Phoenix. He was not in this position. John Finnegan won. Uh John Chappell was already uh, qualified for A. John had a pretty pretty awesome weekend. Chappell had a pretty awesome weekend. Finnegan, did, you know, not too bad as well. Um, so anyways, John is one of the seven tied for uh, the last spot in B finals. They're going to play the Shadow. Ben and I have gotten a beer. We sat down at one of the tables kind of near the front where it's a little less crazy and... Um, 'cause we noticed that they were kicking on the stream, they were gonna uh after Carl got in uh he started firing up the streaming rig and he put it on a game and then I think they started streaming um you know kind of when they figured out the situation for b they kind of gathered all the players together and they put the game on the shadow and so we watched and we could uh i think they had closed captioning on <laughs> so that I could like read a little bit as uh as the twitch. Um, decoder or whatever was like kind of on the fly turning this into closed captioned stuff which it did pretty good there was a couple of words that it's like that's not what he said but either way so they're going to do a four player game and then a three player game and the advantage goes to the three player game because at that point you know almost all the scores besides the ones that are in your group because you already know what the first four players got and they're, they're obviously going set to the, set the marker. And whatever the top score is in the first group of four, you want to beat that. And as long as you beat that and the other people in your group, hey, you're in. Imagine that. You score the most points, you do the best. Weird concept, right? So uh, we watched four, the first four-player group. And I want to say the, the top score out of that was, was it 280-something? Or maybe it was 340. And then uh, we watched John's group come up. And John is the last player, which is you know he knows everything, and uh one of the players in that group, I think they they got three hundred and eighty million, and so now that's john's target and again, this probably comes back to, hey, we don't have a shadow locally, uh but John didn't catch the top player, so John did not make b division finals, so uh at that point, all the Tucson players were done for the weekend. And finals was going to be the next day on Sunday, and so now because, like I said, I have all the I have all the numbers from um, IFPA. I will tell you that I finished in 55th, which, if there was 100 players there, I'm kind of in the ballpark of the top half, uh, or the top, you know, 50th, which was kind of like well, that's kind of like my base goal was to do better than that, but. There was only 82 players there so not so hot but anyways 55th place 1.83 whoppers uh ben finished in 39th so he got 2.88 uh john finnegan finished in 31st man a seven-way tie for the last spot in b division and you don't get it and you're in 31st that seems like it's way down there but anyways or more <laughs> further down than uh, than i would have expected to be in contention for b finals
1: um
0: either way so john 31st 3.47 and mr shopple coming up in seventh place with a very sweet 22.41 whoppers out of uh paddle so uh way to go john So uh, just for some more context, the winner of the tournament, and I'm not going to tell you who it was, you can go watch the stream and check it out because it was actually really cool because Ben and I listened to it uh, the whole way home, and we were able to, uh, I was able to get to Ben's house, move my stuff into my car, drive home, which is another 45 minutes away, and I still got home in time to see... The entire final round, and I think even like a game or two um, in the, the, the round right before that. So, yeah, the final lasted longer than the car ride home. <laughs> so anyways, the winner got 53.68 points. So with an 82-player headcount at paddle, uh, that was still a pretty pretty sweet haul for, for those players that finished near the top. And as we hopefully know, the decay from IFPA can be pretty harsh. So, uh, it starts dropping off after the first, like, after the top, like 25%. Um, it really starts to go down from there. So, anyways, um, really fun event. Uh, kind of bummed that I never got to be at one of the Lake Alice events to kind of do a little bit of a comparison between the two. Um, I have seen streams of when it was at Pinball at the Lake and, uh, the Pinball at the Lab. It's a larger venue. It's, um, little bit more noisy there, I think. <laughs> but you know, hey, growing pains of outgrowing a, a location because you're you're now too large for that location to house. I, I say you know kudos to, to the IE pinball folks and you know Carl's streaming rig and the commentary for the finals was was amazing. We didn't get to watch much of the finals; we got to listen to it audio only on Twitch. Because um, would you imagine that between uh, the Eastern metro area of L.A. and Tucson, there's a lot of dead spots for data coverage. So <laughs> um, so I, I knocked it down to audio only, and we were able to listen. It even cut out beyond that in several spots where like you couldn't see any man-made structures for a while. So um, either way, got home, got to watch the finals. Um, got to watch basically a tutorial get put on on Mystery Castle as one of the games in the finals, so that was pretty cool. Um, Now, after watching that, I was just like, okay, I think I know everything, because I I think I've seen literally everything there is to do in this game at that point. Um, But yeah. So, Pinball at the Lab. I will be there next year. I hope, if you're in the region of the Southwest, uh, I hope you can join us out there, and I hope we can fill up all 100 players next year, because uh, they were on the list, and it's a bummer when you have a no-show, especially when you've got 18 no-shows. But, uh, I get it. Things happen, you know, hashtag COVID or, you know, whatever. Are we done with this yet? So, Anyways, uh, thanks for tuning in. Longer than normal episode. And uh, we'll try to do a few more episodes here coming up soon. But I uh, kind of just wanted to get this one in the bag and and chat about a fun little adventure to Riverside, California. So thanks for listening and party on. Party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. It's Wayne's World. Wayne's World. We're clear.